thank you for joining us again for another episode of Real Japan. Yay! Uh, <laughs> we're all very excited about this one. Uh, this is uh, Black Butler, uh, one that I have actually not seen anything for. Uh, no, I'm still keeping with tradition on this one. <laughs> uh, so hopefully uh, our guest uh, here uh, will know something more than uh, Jason or I. Uh, yes, I'm the guest, Stacy, because we didn't introduce ourselves yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure we did. How many episodes in are we? I mean, by now they should know who, that I am Josh. Uh, this is Jason. And as I said, I'm Stacy, and I'm usually here. <laughs> but yeah, I guess out of the group, I'm the one who knows the most about Black Butler, though. By that, I mean I saw maybe the first season of the anime like seven or eight years ago, so I'm kind of sketchy on the details, but I know more than these guys, so at least it's something. So what is a Black Butler? <laughs> what is a Black Butler? Well, he's one hell of a butler... And they did put that line in the movie. <laughs> they had to. That's like his catchphrase. Yeah, exactly. They had to put it in there just so you know that that's who the actor was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I assume because he was wearing black and he was a butler, mm. that yeah. it would be people would know he would be the black butler. Uh, I think uh, Sebastian is a very key person for it, so you got to make sure you call him out. But yeah, so he's a butler <laughs> from hell, and he is—he has a contract in the anime and manga with this young boy to uh, devour his soul at a later point. And but in the meantime, they're uh, hanging out, and he does demon stuff, and uh, yeah. So the demon Sebastian, yes, not the crab, as so we're all clear. Yeah, mm-hmm. gets to devour the uh, boy's soul. Yes. What does the boy get out of it? He gets a demon butler who can help him do a lot of stuff, like go on adventures and solve crimes and whatnot. So, Scooby-Doo? <laughs> uh, yes? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Shaggy didn't have to sell his soul to get Scooby. To get a talking dog? <laughs> yeah. He really yeah. got two. Uh, no, you know, all he had scrappy. to do was smoke a bunch of weed. Yeah. <laughs> like zoinks! Yeah. yeah, there was no zoinks <laughs> going on in uh, either the anime manga or the live action adaptation. But apparently the whole show is about investigations, much like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Mm. So <laughs> where are we going with this? I'm just saying that it's all about investigating things that the Queen wants them to investigate, which is not what I thought Black Butler was about. I didn't know really what to expect from it, but I did not uh, think it was going to be an investigative uh, type of show. Yeah, and the most I've experienced was uh, to a uh, extremely hard anime quiz for SakuraCon, and some of the questions uh, involved the anime, and so... I've seen small clips and pieces of both first and second season, and none of them dealt with investigations. <laughs> it was uh, just some whiny brat ordering his butler around, and uh, then there's some his maybe girlfriend, not sure, but she's kind of uh, a brat as well. Oh, she was his betrothed. Yeah, because, you know, yeah. they always, they're from noble families. You're always engaged to someone from the time you're a child. Right, and it was set, the anime is set in early... 1900s, right? It was 19th century England. Oh, 19th century, so 1800. Yes. Okay. And then this movie was moved to the far future of 2020 in generic Asia land. Not Asia land. (laughs) The Eastern, yeah, the East. (laughs) Yes. There's the the world has been divided into the West (laughs) and the East. The West is ruled by the Queen. The East. 
is just the opposition? Yeah. yeah but then just... In the East, they still get orders from the Queen? Well, no, 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 because, you know, <laughs> the Queen has sent out her watchdogs. Yes. Uh, we're, ac- we're actually talking about the plot of the show here. <laughs> it sounds silly, but this is actually the plot. Uh, it sends out her watchdogs that investigate things that need to be investigating yeah, and, and act- probably eliminate any rivals or anything else against the throne. Yeah, and act as uh, spies for the crown for the most part. So I guess SI6, but... <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you'll see this with, uh, I mean, Queen Elizabeth uh, had people who would act this way. I mean, you have Sir Francis Drake, who mm. went out and well, he was a fucking pirate. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he had the, the letter mark to go be a pirate. But then you're called a privateer, not a pirate. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a legal distinction. Okay. Le- <laughs> legally distinct from being a pirate. Yeah. Well, it's just like James Bond has the uh, license, license to, to kill. kill. Exactly. Same thing. Yeah, so at the start of the movie, they mentioned that the queen has put out orders to investigate this mysterious phenomenon that's happening where various ambassadors are showing up dead with signs of mummification. And that's kind of where... Well, we start out, though, with a scene where this young girl is captured with a bunch of other young girls, and then Sebastian the demon butler comes in and rescues her. So then he rescues her. She takes off her wig so that everybody thinks, oh, it's a boy. Nope. Yeah, I was really confused there because in the anime and manga, the the main kid is a young boy. And then we start out with this girl, but I was just assuming, oh, well. Clearly he's, wearing a long, uh, yeah, long wig. Yeah, he's in disguise as this girl to investigate this human trafficking thing that's going on. And then, yes, pull off the wig. And then you go to the next scene. It's like, oh, young young mistress? Like, wait. So she actually is, is a, a girl? girl? But then they're talking. And then they went a bit more into things later. You see other people calling this young lady like oh young lord it's like wait so what <laughs> yeah, m- much like this exposition of ours uh the movie was a little disjointed at the beginning <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, because we really should have been more explaining is also the world itself we, we were doing it a bit i think uh you know you have the uh, west and the east and in the anime it is 19th century the west or england yeah and I think one of the reasons why they moved it up to the far future of 2020 um, and set in the East is to do something that we've kind of talked about before on the show. You know, rather than going out and finding Westerners w- w- or whatever to play the part, they just change the setting to change the setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this case, yeah, Phantom Hives, they moved to the East Changed their name to... Uh, Gento. Genpo. 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 And... Uh, Proceeded to have sex with a lot of Japanese girls over the preceding <laughs> uh, one century in order to spawn descendants uh, that look Japanese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> that was their plan all along. <laughs> yep. And that's how they got around, you know, not uh, uh, being accused of whitewashing in this film. Yeah. Or Japan washing. <laughs> Since it'd be the yeah, this is fan watching. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give those Caucasian actors a chance to break out on a role that was made for them. Yes, although even though they were uh, Japanese actors and they were speaking Japanese, it was Japanese with an English accent <laughs> because the subtitles had the, the extra use, use. Yes. like in color. Yes, or honor. <laughs> There's no honor in you. <laughs> <laughs> they did give some white actors a chance. 
There were people like newscasters and a bunch of white people in this Catholic church. Yeah, those aren't actors. Those are just random white people they probably did a casting call in Tokyo for. Yeah. One one of my dreams has Mm. always been to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, And I wish that when I get the opportunity, I'll be better than these people. (laughs) uh, Because they were all atrocious, uh, especially the uh, priest at the end. Oh, my God, he was terrible. Uh, Yeah, they were just kind of of reading scripture, but... Not, not really. I don't know. This this movie is probably one of the worst put together movies we've reviewed so far. <laughs> so it, it kind of jumps around. Uh, so like Stacy was saying, so I mean, so that's the premise. That's and I think that's why they changed it. I, I applaud them for making those changes to the setting. That way they don't have to deal with oh, where can we actually set up a you know place to shoot that looks like 19th century England? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of saves money that way in a sense because it's I mean, yeah it's supposed to be take place. 2020 but uh it's still modern day for the most part so you don't really have to do things like what you see hollywood do of get old-time carriages and set up entire sets for the setting yeah exactly exactly and then also you don't have to worry about you know getting the right actors or anything like that or having things look a little weird like and Full Metal Alchemist, where they apparently shipped a bunch of Japanese extras off to a little town in uh, near Florence, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and you know, shot that, and then have them dress like Europeans. Yeah, close enough. You know, so that's that's the setting. Uh, like I said, I do applaud them on that, but uh, the plot itself is well, like Stacey has already said, this young lady or lord or whatever. Has been placed uh, uh, with the queen to investigate random stuff. And then the one for the movie is this weird event that is causing ambassadors specifically to uh, mummify. And then there's a card uh, with an image of the devil and with his um, goat form uh, with the satanic star carved on his forehead. To be Satan. So So it's kind of meant to be a mystical kind of murders for the most part, like satanic or whatever mystery ghost is causing it. So, again, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much like somebody who's going to have a mask at the end of this. Yeah. And uh, uh, they're going to pull it off. And it's like, oh, it's old man Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. That being said, I think this is a little weak. If they're going to do mummification, and it's kind of basing it off of Black Butler, which is 19th century England, all the rage back then would have been Egypt. So they should have gone with an Egyptian curse. <laughs> Would have been better rather than be like, oh, Satan. There's only like, like that would have been better. I think, like I said, thematically, is having Satan cards thrown around. Not the weirdest thing that happens in the movie for me. No. I... We'll get to that when we get to the orgy. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I mean, it was mostly, it almost looked like the devil uh, tarot card. Yeah, I, exactly. It's like they went and bought 20 tarot packs and just yeah. took the one card out of them. Here's the devil. Oh, that looks good for the movie. Here, we'll use this one. Yeah, yeah. So Sebastian himself, I think his actor did a fairly good job for, you know, mm-hmm. what's supposed to be a demon that I assume is supposed to lack um, standard social emotion. graces and emotion and stuff yeah. like that. So he's played rather flat. I read a lot of other reviews and they did say that the acting and directing of the talent uh, was pretty lackluster in this film. And I would see that with a lot of the extras. Yeah, because <sighs> even like 
said little bits that I've seen of uh, Seal Phantom Hive from the anime, he was also like not, a surly kid. Basically. Yeah, not very not animated. Ver- not, yeah, not very animated. Outspoken. He's fully animated. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, and just kind of kind of the same as what was in the movie, but not as I don't know, <laughs> just not there. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think actually part of my favorite part of the movie was pretty early on when the uh, Lord was it still Seal? What the, the character? The yeah, girl? The, the, yeah, the uh, the girl's it's... name was well, her real name was Shiori. Her boy name was Kiyoharu. Haru. Yeah, yeah so Kiyoharu. He needs to meet with a person to ask for a favor, and Sebastian's like, "Oh, well, you have to make sure you smile and not just be dour all the time." <laughs> yeah. And they had a kind of a funny exchange where he was trying to remind him to smile, and uh, the the actress is kind of like, <laughs> yeah, like one side and the other, and and I think it actually kind of really sold the the character the best at that moment. Yeah, mm, yeah, I did like the uh, like Sebastian's actor. He was well for one, he was very pretty. <laughs> And uh, yeah, he performed well. He did he did well in both the dialogue and the action scenes, I think, where he was uh, throwing his butter knife around yes. and murdering a bunch of people. Apparently, butter knife is the uh, weapon of choice for a uh, demon butler. Yeah. Well, it doesn't come up all that often, so yeah. I think just taking it from this one will probably give you 100% sample size. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he seemed to also be a demon chef because he did mention he likes the soul to marinate in darkness more before he consumes it. So I guess that's what eventually happened to Seal Phantomime? <laughs> Possibly. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. So I, uh, one of the things I would explain from moving the setting forward is that Sebastian's is kind of like the household demon. And then you... Mm. The house just keeps going. Ah, something's happened. I need to change, uh, you know, exchange my soul for the help of a demon. And yeah. So the, the Sebastian is just the same Sebastian all the way through. Right. You'll see this in um, Helsing because mm-hmm. uh, I think that it's kind of the same thing where the family has it all the way through. Uh, it's almost like a family heirloom demon. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alucard is just the whomever is the head of the household is that's who Alucard follows. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and with this one, it sounds like Sebastian wasn't really around initially because nobody had made a contract with him until Kiyohara got to that point and then made the contract with him, and that's what brought him back. Exactly. Uh, because the aunt makes a comment later in the film of, you know, the family being cursed. Yeah. So that would once again call back to that. This has probably happened in the past. So we're just seeing a different part in the story of this family as opposed to this is a retelling of what you see in the anime right yeah even though they did some things where they kind of gave her like well when she was pretending to be boy like the same type of outfits that cl would wear in the anime so like if you're just looking at previews you'd probably think oh yeah it's cl and they're just a remake of the show but (laughs) yeah nope (laughs) they're just trying to trick you and confuse you well i think one of the reasons why they made the change is uh, okay spoiler alert at the end the only way to save the young master is by providing mouth-to-mouth medication Yes. Yeah. So we, we got to have the. They had to work in a kiss between them for all the Fujoshis out there. But <laughs> it's Japan, so we can't really have a gay kiss on screen. Yeah. I, animated, it's fine. But I think uh, uh, still in Japan, uh, live action. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, maybe. 
they tend not to make very many live action versions of BL stuff, so. Probably because of what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At least in this, the girl was 17. In original Black Butler, the kid's like 12 years old or something. So that, that would make it a bit more weird, but it is Japan, so. (laughs) <laughs> well, Japan is modernizing. I think the age is going to be uh, set at the same hmm. uh, now for age of consent. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. all 18 or... I think it's going to be different. I know they're uh, lowering the adult age. Oh, doing, okay. From uh, 20 to 18. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They haven't done it since like 1886 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, the other character that I thought was very interesting, uh, there wasn't a lot of characters, really. And they really kind of sped through the uh, villains. It was... It wasn't just like one. It was a, a series of ones leading to the next one in a st- Ah, I'm the villain. Oh, you thought that was the villain? No, this other person was controlling them. Oh, but no, but there was this other person who had a plot in the background. Yeah, it was very much like that. So a lot of the villains were just kind of there for a moment and then gone. So you're not really building up with anything that you're dealing with them with. So they were all red herrings? <laughs> Scooby-Doo? <laughs> yes, they're all very Scooby-Doo. Uh. I'm latching on to this one. <laughs> So, speaking of Scooby-Doo, <laughs> um, everyone's favorite character is the nearsighted uh, Thelma. Yes. And, yeah. and Velma. Black... Uh, Velma? Velma. Uh, yes, Velma. Velma. Okay. I'll take your word for it. In this one, you have a far-sighted Wren, the clumsy uh, maid who can't cook, uh, which also, went, going back a bit, will also explain why Sebastian probably had to learn to cook. Yes. Is because uh, the maid obviously can't. No. Mm. Or walk, or carry a tray. Uh, but again, clumsy maid, so she's Moe? I guess. They also had another... And Twin Tails. Another, yeah. like, older butler there who seemed to do nothing except sit there and drink tea, and then at the end he brought out a little serving tray for a cat. Uh, <laughs> I yes. don't remember him doing any other household chores. No, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good old Tanaka. It's how, yeah. you show, how you spell your wealth, uh, since, <laughs> you know, the main character here is fabulously wealthy from a uh, toy company, is apparently the... Company. <laughs> Yeah. The family business? The, the Phantom High, or no, the just... The Phantom Toy Company. Yes, Phantom. Yeah. Is it Phantom or just Fun Time? Uh, it's it was Phantom. Yeah, it was Phantom, so basically trying to make it sound like Phantom. Uh, yeah. Really stretching it. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> So anyways, yeah, so Velma character, um, very, very clumsy. Uh, she's wearing glasses, and this, but in this one scene, they are being attacked by gangsters. Yeah. And the glasses slip off, and she apparently... Goes into berserker mode. Uh, yeah, and then starts murdering everybody with, you know, guns that she just quickly grabs yeah. Uh, off of them. She yeah. doesn't even come with guns. She just arms them, grabs their guns, shoots a bunch of people, rinse and repeat like four times. Yeah, it goes from Velma without glasses to Jackie Chan? No. But with guns. <laughs> or, no, Jet Li. No, no, no. no. Uh, do you ever see Equilibrium? No. With uh, Batman? Oh. Which Batman? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one who did uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Christian Bale. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Bale. Yeah, uh, because of the opening scene of that movie, there's a bunch of terrorists. He gets to the room where they're all in. He charges in there and then proceeds to shoot them all with dual-wielding pistols, mm-hmm. kind of doing like weird, 
like cross arm shooting and oh. then like behind the back yeah, shooting yeah, and yeah. then the front That's shooting and then mm-hmm. like shooting in the front and then kind of going in a counterclockwise with the left arm and clockwise with the right arm or whatever mm-hmm. you know around them and fanning then out fanning out and, yeah. and getting them all a gung fu of, yeah gung yeah. Yeah, fu it, it was very much like that but then you know you put the glasses back on her and she can't walk three steps without falling over uh, yes <laughs> yeah. you think they just get her new glasses <laughs> So in the anime, I haven't seen it, but I read some brief uh, character synopsis at least. The young master gave her those glasses, mm. and that's why she won't get new glasses. Uh, okay, mm. so even so, gave him a bad prescription, and <laughs> just can't can't part with them because uh, they're now because it's against the master's wishes. Yes, <laughs> ever seen Evangelion? Yeah, <laughs> Ray does the same thing. Mm. Yeah, Gendo, uh, you know, saves one of the rays. Spoilers, um, <laughs> and you know, damages his uh, his glasses, and then she keeps as a memento. Mm, okay, until she dies, and he's replaced by another ray. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Also, who also uh, keeps them as a memento because they share the same consciousness, right? No, no. No, Evangelion doesn't make sense like that. No, okay. No. <laughs> Stop trying to make sense of Evangelion. God damn it. <laughs> or this movie, either. <laughs> so the part that uh, for me that uh, made the least sense was when they were, when they revealed the plot, in uh, essence. Which is basically, it's all about a drug cartel and selling drugs to the masses, but in order to do that... You get the you give them to ambassadors to other countries, but yes. they can't do that out in public. So they get invited to raves. Yeah. yeah so it's like, what do we do with like? Well, they're ambassadors, so you think they would be like 40, 50 year olds? Yeah. No, they're like mid twenties. Yeah, like I said, they put out a casting call in Tokyo, <laughs> saying, "Hey, you want to be in a film?" And they got a bunch of people over there, like. Studying Japanese or teaching English type thing. Mm-hmm. But they're supposed to be ambassadors at a drug-fueled orgy, <laughs> uh, which doesn't make any sense. You're ambassadors. You have state secrets. Last place you're really going to want to go is a place where... People can blackmail you for what you're, what you're doing there? Yeah. Yeah. They need, they need a break, man. They're busy doing ambassador stuff. It's hard. Yeah. Well, I'm not doubting it's hard, but uh, <laughs> either way, there's they're all there, especially to try this new drug that's unveiled by the Ku Klux Klan. Yes. <laughs> so they're yeah. Going back to our Scooby Doo analogy. Yep. <laughs> they do have masks, and people do take it off and go. Oh, it's well, it, it's not old man Jenkins, but people wearing gas masks because the drug is an airborne. Everyone drug called necrosis, and everyone's like, "Oh, this sounds great." Yeah, that would be your first hint that something's wrong. (laughs) I can't see anything wrong with this drug called necrosis that you want to give us. Gimme, 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 gimme. Yeah, (laughs) and apparently you feel good for like three seconds until you start bleeding out every orifice. Yeah, (laughs) not every orifice. Mm. Nose first, ears, and then eyes. Eyes. Uh, Mm. Yeah, and then you just kind of. Or you mummify, so everything goes out of you somehow. Or yeah, but it doesn't explain where. Yeah, it is like it just kind of (laughs) evaporates. And then they also introduce, so they get everybody infected with it. Uh, Everybody starts to panic, thinking, "Oh God, we're all gonna die." Then they pull the, uh, "Oh, but we've got an antidote, and here, here it is on a platter." But if you only take one, you'll have brain damage. You must take two, and there's not enough around for everybody. Yay! It's just really weird that you would not just make a higher dose pill 
Yeah. This comes up uh, uh, quite a bit once you get to the end of the film that you have to have two. If you only have one, it doesn't work. Well, actually, I, I, maybe it works. I mean, if your plan is to be severely brain damaged. Yeah. Uh, that's not really explored either as if that doesn't actually, or if it is actually needed or whatever. It's just kind of thrown out there. Uh, yeah, we, you probably need to. Well, yeah, I mean, much, much of this film is very much stuff that's glossed over, kind of thrown out there, but never really fully explored. Yeah. Yeah, because they had those two drugs, and then they had another drug that was being produced in the same lab that was for, like, you know, giving women eternal youth. Slash uh, solving seizure problems. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it can do two things. <laughs> I don't know why. No, it was actually seizure medication. It just had a side effect of uh, causing eternal youth. Spoiler alert, it's made out of people. <laughs> yes. And then from the byproduct of that wonder drug of seizure slash internal youth comes necrosis. Comes necrosis. So I don't know where the uh, the antidote comes out of it from this. Uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah, it's it's a uh, kind of amber pill and a red pill. Amber is bad for people who haven't seen it. Yet. Yes, spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amber bad. Um, and then going with his like really nonsensical drug plan uh, <laughs> that they got going is an equally weird plan to destabilize, I think. They really didn't explain it. Destabilize the governments somehow by attacking, and again, a not a very well explained grand exorcist where all these oh. English people get together once a year. To uh, listen to, uh, yeah, it was, it's like a Catholic sermon, and it was a terrorist-style thing that you see in other movies of it being of chemical warfare. They release the uh, necrosis into this room full of people, and they all die, and then whoever the mastermind is gets to threaten other countries with, uh, I'll release uh, this uh, chemical into your cities, and... Um, kill them all. It's uh, it's, it's, it's kind of that way, but then they're going to uh, use a, the pharmaceutical company as a scapegoat, but then they already murdered them and were disposing of their bodies, and then they were going to like, oh, but then since that pharmaceutical company had, had tied to terrorists that... Then, then ipso facto terrorists have this. Yes. It's, it's very convoluted. I don't know why they just couldn't sell the amusement park at the end of this. <laughs> Going back to Scooby Doo. Well, they, yeah, they did go to amusement park. There was an amusement park in yes, this. Yes, there was. Um, uh, also, wasn't this the people in the room? It was a uh, like one kilometer. Everybody within yeah. one kilometer yes. was going to die, which tells me these people aren't British. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they use miles. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they use a, they use a lot of other metric, uh-huh. but not in distance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I also kind of wondered about, you know, it said, oh, everyone within one kilometer will be killed, but what about the wind? Like, what if the wind blows the drug around? Like, how long does it stay in the air before it dissipates? They didn't really go over that. That's something for Velma to figure out. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's not busy tripping over her own feet. Yes. <laughs> well, usually in every episode, there's at some point that, not every episode, but a lot of episodes, she loses her glasses. Yep. And then she kind of stumbles around. So, uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. Black Butler is Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. That's the conclusion <laughs> that we came from, that we came to, is that this is just glorified Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah. yeah with a bit of sword fighting. Uh, some demons. Yeah. Yeah. Some, like um, actual demons and not just guys in masks. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, those are gas masks. Well, I'm sorry. sorry. At first, it was Ku Klux Klan mask, and then they pull them off, and then it was gas mask. Yes. I don't. I don't know what they were under there. They never really explored that. Like yeah. I said, a lot of this movie goes unexplored. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and finally, get to uh, towards the end. We have the kind of the big reveal of the ant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so spoilers of this and the his aunt that has kind of been a quasi-ally. Kind of the first person you meet, which is kind of usually the first person that turns out to be the villain in Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> turns out to be the villain, but not the biggest of villains. No, just the puppet of somebody else, ultimately. Uh, not yeah. even the puppet. She, she, she clearly said... Oh, no, I went and did this evil plan mm. and murdered your parents, uh, mm. spoilers, uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, because... Because uh, I wanted to. Yeah, yeah um, that's true. And somebody just gave me the means to do it, yep. and I don't feel bad about yeah. it. And then you came back, and I ruined some of my plans, so now I'm getting back at you. <laughs> you, uh, Kiyohara... Yeah. yeah, Kiyohara, Shiori, CL, whatever your name is, I don't even know anymore. Yeah. So then we have a fight between Sebastian and uh, the ant's butler, who is hopped up on some kind of drug, so he's able to go toe-to-toe with Sebastian. Sebastian's fighting him off with his uh, patented butter knife, and uh, while well, the other guy's got a cane sword. <laughs> yep. Made out of silver. Yes. Oh, yes, because he apparently thinks mm. that Sebastian's like a vampire, and he's like, see, oh, wow, how do you like this silver, silver sword? sword? And he's like, bitch, don't let me in with them. I am much more classy than vampires. <laughs> uh, which is also kind of funny because uh, this is a rich British family. Yeah. So the uh, butter knife he constantly fights with is it's going ma- to be made out of silver. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's still dull, but it's still silver. Yeah, well, I think it's one of those things that you uh, don't want to... Uh, I don't know, why would you do that? Because I'm trying to think about it. Like, because he murders a lot of people. Yeah. they mur- Overall, they murder a lot of people in this mm-hmm. one. Uh, so I don't know why he would uh, do that. I guess this once again, just showing his ability. Yes, all he needs is a, uh, <laughs> a dull butter knife to kill everybody. Yes, yeah. and he just needs permission from his master <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to give him orders. And he'll say, as you wish... But then what she didn't know is that every time he said, as you wish, he was saying, I can't wait to eat your soul later. I think she did because he literally <laughs> says that a few times in the film. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the ending, so they have a bomb. Have you ever seen the, the movie The Rock? <laughs> <laughs> Nicolas Cage? The Nicolas Cage yeah. and uh, 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 what's his name? Sean Connery. Sean Connery, yeah. yeah. Same plot. Mm. There's a disease mm. and a bomb yeah. in a safe, and yep. it's going to erupt if you don't open the safe. Yeah. Whoa, you have never seen The Rock, have you? I'm talking about this movie. Gotcha, because that's not <laughs> that's not <laughs> where the similar the same. So <laughs> yes, well, more so that there is a nerve agent with an explosive that is going to be detonated to cause it yeah. a world issue. Uh, that, that's more where I was going. And yet somebody has to come in and uh, investigate and take out this situation. Mm. So QR gets infected with the, with necrosis. There's a bomb that's going to spread necrosis to everybody in the uh, Catholic Church. There is a pit <laughs> in the room or in the basement or wherever where they're at. But apparently we can't throw the bomb down there. And she's getting more and more under the influence of the death drug. 
which she willingly got infected with. Yeah, because she wanted to uh, get her aunt. aunt, So, yeah, she just stood there with it in her hand. It's like, here, have this. Like, instead of, I don't know, you could have, like, thrown it on the ground in front of the aunt and ran away and not get the effects, but... Or it's, like, generally in her face or... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Something. Somehow down her throat because she was constantly (laughs) laughing. Yeah. (laughs) Well... That's what evil people do. You yeah. gotta give them that. Yeah. Yeah. So, as Shiori's kind of, like, under the effects of the drug and, like, slowly trying to figure out the combination to the safe, meanwhile, Sebastian's just, like, nearby, like, okay, well, do your thing. You know, I could, like, get the antidote or whatever. It's like, no, <laughs> I'm gonna do this. But, you I'm know. I'm gonna save these people. Instead of getting, like, the antidote first and doing it faster, I'm gonna do this while under the influence as I'm slowly trying to figure out the combination. Well, the whole thing doesn't really make sense because uh, apparently her plan is to get the combination to get the bombs separated out from where the nerve gas is. Mm. So then it won't spread. But once again, instead of hauling it up several flights of stairs where you're slowly dying, right? just got to keep it in the basement. Because also, then if you're in the basement, it's less likely to get around. Or at least move different places. Because there was a big fans in the background. Yeah. Uh, but you could probably have still moved it someplace else. Right. Or... or Throw it down the shaft. Yeah. Uh, what, there is... What, the, the other butler mm. went down there? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. they showed a, a cut of uh, Sebastian looking down it, and there was no bottom. So Yeah, it was pretty deep. So mm-hmm. it would have fallen down. It was just... <laughs> Odd. No, this is more heroic yeah. well, <laughs> to drag the safe up to the roof. <laughs> yeah, and then last second, figure out the combination, pull the bomb out, and throw it. Although, she threw it pretty far. Yeah, those spindly little arms didn't look like they could throw it that far, but apparently she threw it far enough that it didn't hit the building she was in or any of the surrounding buildings either. It was just up in the air and it exploded. Because yeah. well, it's easier to CG that than it is actually destroy part of a building that you're yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's for budget reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think if I sold my soul to a demon, I would I would tell him to do everything for me. <laughs> <laughs> demon, I need a pudding cup. <laughs> Get it for me. <laughs> With the lid off. Yeah. yeah. And, and a spoon in there. Yeah, and then spoon feed me. <laughs> yes, and then move my jaw so I don't have to chew anything. <laughs> yeah, if you want my internal soul, you're going to have to work for it. Yeah. yeah. But the, the whole point is to show selfless human action to save others. Yes. For no benefit of your own. Yes. Even though there's a lot of benefit for him. I mean, A, he doesn't die. Mm. B, it, it sets it up a higher in the Queen's favor. It's like, oh, yeah. look, you stopped this, you know, from murdering, like, every English person in the East. Yeah. You know. But, uh, ultimately, the Grinch Sebastian, his heart grew three <laughs> sizes that day. <laughs> and took pity on, uh, Seal, Shiara, <laughs> Shiori, whatever, <laughs> whatever the name's going to be this time around, uh, and gave him, uh, or gave her the antidote. Mouth to mouth, of course. Mouth to mouth. Because that's the only way you can do it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he could have, uh, what, what were you talking about? Instead of putting cups in, in the mouth, he could have <laughs> just put the two antidotes in her mouth uh-huh. and then, like, chewed for her. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, you can't do that because then uh, you don't uh, fulfill the wishes of the uh, Fujoshi Stacys of the world. <laughs> yeah, but it was a girl anyway, so what do I care? <laughs> also, the gens of the world. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh. Well, it's not two girls. Yeah, mm. it was one 
well, one male demon and one young girl, <laughs> which who's I suppose take- there's a market for it. <laughs> who's taking a place of uh, the a actual boy. boy. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes is pretending to be a boy in order to get that sweet inheritance. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's something we didn't cover, but that's that's why they're pretending to be a boy is so they can get an inheritance. Because yeah, only males can be the head of the household and for or the earl of yeah because we're talking about england here they have not evolved or adapted at all to yeah. changing uh, societal norms for the last 500 years yeah well this is 2020 the east so i assure they they no, still no, have no, the no, same standards because it's gonna be based off of the west yeah, yeah. they're still yeah it's england yeah they're still mm-hmm. based uh or they're still based out of that even though they live in the east at this point they're still mm-hmm. the dogs of the queen yeah Exactly. So, you know, unfortunately, I don't have any basis of uh, watching the anime or the manga before watching this one. Uh, but I think as a movie, it kind of fell uh, flat in a lot of areas, not just in line delivery. Uh, so my final rating is going to be four Scooby Snacks out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you stole the Scooby Snacks from me. Uh, I will uh, go two uh, silver butter knives out of five. <laughs> Um, I, I thought it was okay, but definitely things could have been done better, so I will give it five drug-fueled ambassador orgies out of ten. <laughs> uh, so, thank you for joining us again on Real Japan. Come visit us on www.anniebroscreative.com. And be sure to check out our other podcasts as well, including... Fujoshi Trash Talk. Oh. <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> we have such issues against Fujoshi Trash Talk. Huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, you're always booing her. Yeah. <laughs> the only ones we should be booing are... Uh, Annie Bros. Annie Bros. <laughs> yeah. 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 Give them the roasting they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, join us next time uh, when we watch another, hopefully not as terrible, live-action <laughs> Oh, come on, it's, going, it's still going to be bad. Well, probably. The next one I have in mind is going to be pretty bad. Yeah. But I don't know if these will be in order. Yeah. So it won't matter. I'm not going to say a name. Yeah. People yeah. will just find out. Yep, yeah. they will. Yeah. All right. All right. See you next time. <laughs> same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> we are simply one hell of a podcast. What does Scooby say? Ruby Roo! It's crappy, dude. <laughs>